Bonjour, hola, ni hao, salva, konnichiwa, guten tag, hola, and welcome to Gamer Talks, the Gamer Talks podcast, where we talk about games, news, out releases, and various other variations. You have me today, I am Pookie Vision, I am doing your intro today, and we also have our boss man Mikey, as Hello. well as... Uh, we also have a uh, high arcade, the highest man and the greatest arcade within the clouds. We have Andy Mullen. Hi, hello. And then back, back from uh, back from his uh, family duties, we have the mighty John and we have the mighty Buster. Welcome back, John. Like it's nice to have you back. We have missed you. It's all Welcome oh, no, back. I was trying to do something but smarmy and every music, but yes, <laughs> good to be back. All right, no, welcome back, it's man. Good like, to uh, have him back. Yeah, he's a beautiful man, and uh, we have missed you, John. Like, uh, so uh, Thank you. appreciate you, appreciate you back after yeah. all these weeks, man. Like, and uh, yeah. great love and appreciation to you and your family with everything you've gone through. Yes, Thank you so much, man. Thank you. I appreciate you all reaching out to me and sending love. Thank you. Oh yeah, man. Like, hundred percent, hundred percent. Right. Um, so we've got a podcast. Uh, we got a podcast uh, this uh, this fortnight from the last fortnight. Uh, we will be making changes. We're going to make changes to the podcast over yeah. the next uh, month or so. We also going to uh, release a, a special as well. We're going to leave that as a surprise. We're not really decided which subject we're going to do yet, but there was a, a slight hint on what we might do. That's the it feeds so into John, the whole disorganized nature. So, so John might have a, a little boner over that, like so. John's going to literally have um, yeah. eighteen pages front and back <laughs> uh, on that, like so. We look forward yes. to that, like you know. Um, <laughs> I, do get, I, do get a, I do get a slight hard on when you mention Last of Us. I did listen. I did listen while you when it was off. I heard your comments about the last of us, Nicholas. Yes, exactly. Like you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. your, your nipple. You know, you love the last of us. Don't even start. I do, man. I do. Like you know, I just like uh, naughty dog to release a new title. But I've said my opinion on that matter. So uh, <laughs> yeah. as uh, as usual, we'll do a little uh, little intro. Of what we've been doing, like so. Um, John, you've been away the the, the most like over the past uh, month or so. Like so, uh, is there any <laughs> games you've been playing and uh, you've been dipping yeah. your toes into? Like uh, I think you um, no, you're playing a bit of FIFA, no. and I think you finished Ghost of Tsushima, I think, didn't you? Yes, Ghost of Tsushima finally finished. Uh, <laughs> obviously, well done. I couldn't, couldn't game as much as I wanted to, but I definitely got some Ghost of Tsushima and I completed that. Finally, I've started focusing more on the, the missions than going for the whole platinum thing, you know, you know, going up all the shrines and following all the foxes. So I just concentrated on the the story, story, absolutely fantastic. So uh, good, right? So so good. Such <laughs> a beautiful, beautiful game. Even just Lovely. to look at, right? You barely need to use your map or anything because the wind guides you and birds guide you, foxes guide yeah. you. And all that. Yeah, really cool. And it does that beautiful, like just follow the yeah, nature. Like little, like, and that's that's the um, um, like it telling you the um, direction of your your next quest or something. I thought that was a beautiful uh, touch. Do you know what I mean? Lovely touch, lovely touch. All you had to do was just highlight where you wanted to go, your waypoint, and it could be miles away. And then when, if you got lost, you just stick it up on the touchpad, and it would show you the wind where to go. Sometimes it took you over a mountain or through a mountain, you had to go up and over. But, so yeah, slight, no, a, a slight spoiler alert, like, so if anybody um, listening hasn't played the game before, like, obviously, yeah, try and um, skip the next 10 seconds or 20 <laughs> seconds. So, but I have to ask, like, so spoiler alert, for the third act and onwards. So uh, just a question, John, did you cut your mentor's head off or not? 
No, I didn't. I spared him. Oh, I cut his fucking head off, I did. <laughs> I spared him as well. I spared him. The only person him. to cut his head off, I know. I swear to God. The only odd one. I, 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 I went proper Japanese and made him work in shame. Yeah, that's what I did too. That was worse than just decapitating him. Yeah, I went old school Japanese and cut his fucking head off, man. <laughs> you gave him an honourable death. I did a fucking two right I did, man. Yeah, but you got two different sets of armour for that. I mean, if you killed him, you got a red arm. Oh, I got some sick armour for killing him, man. Like yeah, the white armour is beautiful as well. I didn't really play it much more after that. I've done a wee bit for that. I was about that. Yeah. Thoroughly, thoroughly loved it. It's in my top ten, easily. So now, um, so me and Andy now... This could be uh, almost as long a wait as um, Andy spent for um, Mikey to buy a Switch. Like, so we actually, <laughs> me and Andy, actually hoping that you're now going to guide yourself in the direction of uh, adding another jo uh, game to your top ten of uh, your next game being um, Death Stranding. God of War. No, it's God of War. Ragnarok. Oh, God of War. Ragnarok. Yeah. Ragnarok. I will do Death Stranding before the second one comes out. That one's oh, a bit yeah. of a. That one's. Oh, did you that? Yeah, that one's a, a bit of a marathon. It's <laughs> for as good as it is. It's like a TV series, right? I, so I think I might get. <laughs> but I have spoke to other folk and said after the third mission, the third sort of like part, it gets really good. Or Death Stranding. Aye, I, I mean the whole thing is like if you get into the vibe, it's one of those games where you kind of just put it on and play for a little while. Yeah, when you, know you start, mean? I won't spoil it, but when you start upgrading the way you deliver, and each mm. upgrade you get makes mm -hmm. the, the game better, and you think like "fuck me, this is a struggle," but then you get an upgrade, and you're like "okay, fuck me, okay, I needed that. Now I can do this, this, and this," and then it's like another upgrade yeah. and another. Upgrade. Yeah, I've experienced that. Uh, yeah. That's the whole point. That's Hideo Kojima's perspective that's how he how he works you know mm. folks are fucking genius but 327 hours i put into that game so it's a very yeah. much like stop and enjoy the scenery right. and the vibes yeah. kind of game right yeah. right so so my point of that is i don't have time for that Aye. i barely got time for 60 hours yeah, but yeah but you, you can play it how you how you want though mate that's the thing though it's not a 327 hour story game do you know what i mean so oh. Right, so I could just push through the story in. Of course you can, like that. That's what I did. I've not actually dipped into all this side content. When I first bought it, I just wanted to I wanted to get the story as a whole and digest it all at once. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Think on it. yeah not everybody spent 13 <clears throat> days building a road. <laughs> but I mean, my problem now there is, right, when you've got that, so God of War Ragnarok, I am starting, I'm probably will stream on Monday on Twitch and do a first impression for the YouTube channel. Channel. Fuck it's uh, fun. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I know. I'm excited to play that. And then before I even go near this island, I'll need to get a bit more relaxed and a bit more chill. I've got golf on night still to play. Yeah, uh, I reckon I could push through that. I could smash through that in 20, 30 hours. And then Jedi Survivor comes out. Hell yeah, I'm forgetting about that game. Well, Jedi Survivor comes you, out. You, you won't be and playing I'm it. Sorry. We'll be playing that it in Island 2. Well, that's it. Dead Island 2 comes out the same day, but I'm no bother with Dead Island 2. I can give or take it. It's a great game. It's fun. Jedi Survivor, though. That's my Oh, yeah. I'll buy a big one when it comes. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So Jedi Survivor's getting purchased. Yeah, and 
I got a £50 gift card from my work because I'm such a good <laughs> colleague, you know. I got nominated and, you know, from my manager and another colleague who I don't know who it was. It must be someone that kind of likes me, so they obviously don't know me. <laughs> uh, so I got a £50 gift card, so I got a PSN card, and I'm going to pick up the new PGA because it looks awesome. Even though it's EA, it looks beautiful. It's got the Masters rights because everyone wants to win the Masters. And it's very similar to the Tiger Woods PGA where you had the power and you had the ball spin, you can actually control that. It's more arcadey than the 2K. Plus you've got a few uh, boys to play it with as well, eh? Well, I'm trying to convince them to play it. Uh, uh, <laughs> they got the 2K23, which to me, I'd done the game trial on it, and it was too much like 2K22, eh? Mm. And I'm like, I'm not paying 60 quid for a game that I've got last year, eh? Uh, while PGA looks like a right step up, just to chill it. Right, you are. Yeah. So you've got to go to look going forward to. You've been playing some games, so it looks pretty epic. Like so, um, mm-hmm. so Mikey. So um, you're off to Slovakia, I hear. Like uh, on the grapevine. Like so, just how much of your spending money are you putting towards this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't spend a lot on games, Pook. Nowhere near as much as you. So I've oh, got a little bit of change left over, you know. And uh, I keep gathering up all these free games, so I've got plenty to like. You get the free games off Epic and the free ones off uh, GOG and free ones off of uh, Prime Gaming so, and all that stuff. So, so is that you can buy a Switch for with Euros, and it's still EU. It's still a, um, it's still a, a, a pal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the same region. Yeah, I know what you mean, but I don't think I'll be doing that. Not in Slovakia, anyway. <laughs> Sorry, can I... You're trying, can I you're trying. In? Can I jump in? I actually played something that I've not talked about. Go for it. From, from my good friends at Ubisoft invited me to a new game that's coming out called X Defiant. And it was the X Defiant. I, I invited you all, but I signed up for all that crap, eh? That's how I get any of these betas and alphas and that. And it's basically, it was a cross-platform test. Oh, it was dog yeah. shit. <laughs> well, here's the, here's the thing. I played pre-mise, it for an hour and it was fucking dog shit. The premise, the premise is brilliant, right? Because they have the different factions for all their games. So you have a faction for Splinter Cell, you have a faction from Far Cry, you have a faction from... It's Tom Clancy and it ain't no okay. fucking Steve, is it? Yeah, if it goes recon and shit like that, all, all, the, all the Tom Clancy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they were the factions. The UI was brilliant, right? The gun customization looks great, detailed. I didn't go into how far it helped to change your guns. The maps were actually alright, quite colourful thingy. Uh, the problem I had was we were in we were in lobbies with PC and there seemed to be no uh, aim assist for the console clips to help me the mouse and keyboard guys. Eh? Uh, too much of a skill offset there. Yeah, yeah, so we were getting owned, and then there was some hit detection issues. The sound seemed not too bad at times, but I just felt they hadn't helped console enough to come across when they come across the uh, PC players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Owned, and I was playing with a guy who is really good at first-person shooters, and I mean exceptionally good. I mean, it's Siege, he's fantastic, yeah. And he struggled. So if he's struggling, you can imagine what I was like. You know? <laughs> but... It was a good bit of stuff, a lot of work, like on hit detection and to help with the aim assist because there was no aim assist. It was a beta like, test, wasn't it? It was, it was an alpha test on the cross platform. Yeah, so even earlier than that, so it's just a, a gauge Graphic, to see who people play. It still wasn't at the top, but it was decent. And the game was. It is, it is a free game, though, like on a. On and a, it is going to be a free game, yeah. Ubisoft uh, have, um, 
We, we've kind of had to tighten the britches quite recently, huh? What, since 1997? <laughs> well, they announced more recently that most of their uh, games just have not performed as how they wanted to. No, no, they no. cancelled a bunch of titles, I think. Yeah, I mean, no. look at uh, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Extraction. Like, they had a mode on Rainbow Six Siege that was really popular, and they fleshed that out into a full game, and yeah. enough support for a whole online service, and it just dead on impact, right? Yeah, well, like, they, they're using a, a, yeah. a snowdrop engine. I mean, I've not really got much knowledge on the snowdrop engine. It's beautiful. So why did it look so shit then? Is it just because it was a, a beta then? Oh, possibly because Probably, of the yeah. They're not going to spend all the time on the graphics if they're going to change so much of it. So. They've no, not updated the engine for Siege. You know, uh, what they need to do, if they, if they want to make their money, they need to do a Siege 2. Aye, flesh out some of that. Give us some Tom, give us fucking Rainbow Six again, man. Give us a co-op mode. Right. With fucking... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, could have, they could have done a Naughty Dog and done a Siege remastered 2033 <laughs> times 2 <laughs> plus squared or something. <laughs> <laughs> but then, I'm sure oh. I read they're doing a Splinter Cell. Yeah, we're getting a Splinter Cell remastered, a remake. It's not a remaster. It's a Splinter Cell, you want, man. If it's a fucking Dead man, Space Splinter Cell remaster, man, that's what I'm all mean. about it. Yeah. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. But what they need is if they want to get their fans back, they need a Siege 2 and strip Siege back to basics on a new engine, new maps. I like the Divi Counter Strike. Uh, yeah. Mikey, how come you. Did you, Mikey, yeah. did, you, did you ever play first person shooters back in the day, man? Like, did you ever uh, play them? Like, I've, played a few, I've played a few. I'm not a big. Sure, game how, can, how, can, how can you not a fan of them? How can you don't follow them? Like, because uh... I, I don't play them. If you don't play something, you're not gonna. Yeah, follow yeah. But it. I'm asking why. I'm asking why. I was just curious why it's not not your scene or. Because I can't react quick enough. Uh, like if right, someone's right. behind me shooting me in the back, or someone's standing on a rooftop with a sniper, I can't react quick enough. They're gonna kill me before I can find them. Right. Depends on the gameplay, though, right? Like freaking love Skyrim, but um, that's yeah, but Skyrim's not shooting. Sure, it, it? it allows for <laughs> yeah, allows for a totally you different. No, you don't have those snipers. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Well, you've got the archers and whatnot, but the game's a bit. You got a woman wearing no clothes on a cliff edge, just making the loudest noise on the planet every time she sends a massive fireball. That's obvious where yeah. it's coming from. Anyway, so that's the reason that slam you downwards and you launch into space. And then plus, I was the, just going to see the MMO skill drop as well. You know, people with different skill levels and that just doesn't work. So yeah, that's put that put me off a few games as well. Like uh, st- uh, that Escape from Tarkov. Like I paid full price to play that game, and it's like holy fuck. He's still not letting go, is he? Oh man, it's, this, sometimes it's just like, yeah, the game's just telling you to stop playing at that point for me at least. <laughs> well, my hand-eye coordination's not great, but I can, my experience in first-person shooters, I can rely on that, you know, and it's all about map knowledge and knowing how other folk play. Mm-hmm. And then just come in and be that, like the whole, the whole someone's chasing you, and it's you get round the corner and just double back and get ready for them. Mm-hmm. And it's all about your closer placement, placement as well, where you're pointing your gun. If you're pointing at, at roughly head level, you're going to get killed. So I've noticed yeah. in Battlefield as well, as if someone's fired a couple of shots and knocked you a couple of times. Yeah. Um, if you move ahead and go around a corner or something, nine times out of ten they're just going to push your head on and try and fire at you as soon as they come in yeah. the corner. 
Yeah. So all you need to do is wait, and that's like how you clean up kills in Battlefield. You see, games like that, games like Battlefield, I loved it when all the COD babies came over to Battlefield. Yeah, because that just does not fly on that. Yeah. You, you can't run and gun in Battlefield. Like, that's why you need to in install it and get uh, get playing the new update with me. Myself. I was going to say, Andy, isn't it got, a new, got new content on now for Battlefield? Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. I've been playing a lot of that recently. Well, I think the update came out yesterday, the day before. I've been playing a lot of it and this morning. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Like, they've totally re overhauled the sort of core structure of the game so it's no longer built around the specialist but it's, it's taking it back to the class-based gameplay from the old battlefield games so you've got your support your engineer recon and assault and they're restricted with what gadgets and what lot they can use and they've added a lot more guns into it and they brought some of the guns from battlefield 3 and bad company into it as well I think it's getting reinstalled then, John, like, we're going to jump on. I'm, I'm trying to convince yeah, you yeah. to come play with me. I've been playing it the whole time since launch, and this is the best it's been. Yeah. If you've already yeah. played for it, right, it's worth seeing if it's worth playing now, right, if you didn't like yeah. it the first time. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. I, I might. I'll see what space I've got on my PlayStation. Then. Um, That's the main thing. Yeah, games are fucking colossal to download now. Uh, Pook, what, what are you been doing, Pookie? Drinking. I played. Um, I've been playing World of Warcraft again. Uh, my brothers got back into it. Like so, we were playing various different. We're very much into kind of role playing. D and D kind of type games, yeah, yeah, like games that. like that. Yeah. Unless it's with me and he's playing Wasteland. <laughs> it was too slow in his gas, man. I just oh, fuck me. We could get into that later, but I just thought it was fucking shit, mate. We didn't have a fucking clue what we were doing either. I, I, I didn't like it. I thought it was shit. Anyway, but um. World of Warcraft is kind of constant. It kind of is what it is. I've been there before anyway, but it's just sort of like we were playing stuff like Warhammer Chaos Bay. Me and my brother are very much into Warhammer, that sort of thing. Like So so he's wanted me to get up to level 60 as quickly as possible so that we could actually hit dungeons because apparently the game's massively changed with the way it works, the way it acts and everything like that. Like I haven't played it for a decade, so um, it's massively like kind of new to me again. Like You know what I mean? But... I'm I'm leveling. I'm bored out of my mind when I'm leveling. I really couldn't give a fuck about the story about any part of the game whatsoever. <laughs> I just really want to just play it and have a laugh with yeah, my yeah. and his yeah. and his mates and stuff. But in order to do that, you have to level up to a certain level, sort of thing. So I've just been playing that on and off. Occasional FIFA with the lads, as always. I did play. I did start um, Octopath Traveler Two, which oh, I bought. Which What's came, like? Came, yeah, it came up on the uh, on the twenty fourth. So I played the demo. Yeah. which I did upload. So I played the demo and um, thoroughly enjoying that. I'm thoroughly enjoying that at the moment. Like it was exactly like I thought it would be. I thought it would be, you'd have to play it like eight times because it's got like eight different <laughs> characters. But yeah. it's actually, if you choose one character, you bounce back and forth between the different continents. Oh, okay. And, uh, you then interact with the next character and then you become them and you become a, a, a party. Oh, so they're like entertained, like, yeah. Yeah turn-based game like final fantasy where you kind of if you're moving through areas you get into you get into fights while you're moving through certain areas with certain yeah. monsters yeah right up my street thoroughly enjoying it laid back <laughs> it's got some comedy and a lot of story behind it and i'm a story-based gamer so yeah. thoroughly enjoying that um i also played final what is it theater rhythm Fancy oh, I like this oh right yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's like guitar hero where it's coming down the screen and you've got to play press the buttons at a certain time and f me <laughs> you're playing final fantasy games and i just went final fantasy 7 straight away because the music for me in final fantasy 7 is just yeah, yeah. So I went straight away for final fantasy 7 and i'm just playing it and honestly god it's literally like a 
Tar Hero, where you've got you've got to press like the B button, then the triangle button, yeah, and yeah. slide slide uh, slide your 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 um, left and right on the sticks, then slide your stick, then B and a ba 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 while you're doing it, and the harder the level gets, the harder it is, and it's just like Guitar Hero. It was a bit mental, so I played that a little bit. Really, not that much because it was like an easy level. I was all right on it, but it was there's a lot of that kind of stuff when the Nintendo Wii was about. Yeah, exactly. All that kind of just dance and that, you know. Oh, you're not wrong, me. Tekken Seven was free. Oh, was on the PlayStation Store. All right. So okay. I went back to Tekken 7 for the first time and I can't even tell you how long but I realised just how shit I am at fighting games. I'm there just pressing kick, 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 trying to grab him, can't grab him, and I was just getting my ass kicked. And it was just sort of like, I just ended up just doing the story mode, but I didn't go into the deeper part of it because I know it is like a massive scene for Tekken 7. So God knows what Tekken 8 is going to be like. It's going to be a mental release. Like um, The Quarry oh, yeah. was put free on PlayStation Store as well. Already? The Quarry been out yeah, a few months. Literally came out 2022, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And I was like, 65 quid not paying that for that. That will drop in price. It, it's been half price countless times. And it literally is dropped. It's come out free. It is a co-op game as well as a... Um, um, Single player um, story, yeah. So I'm saving that to play with the misses. Oh, okay. So that the controller and do the story that way so it'd be a nice interaction to yeah, yeah. play with this or something like that if you're keen for that also two more i've been playing outsiders world slayer done oh, by okay. square that was dlc for the game no no it's an actual game all oh, right okay i thought it was yeah, dlc for outriders on the playstation store as well literally alien based game game where you're literally um you could create your character male or female you end up on a planet with some captain dude and you're basically going across this planet to try and basically terraform it for human civilization to live there and it's like it's like kind of split a bit like the expanse i don't know if you ever seen that yeah i've seen like the expanse yeah the earth was destroyed and he ended up going up on two ships and oh, you go okay. out into space one hmm. ship got destroyed you were on this ship that survived and then you kind of go and trying to find planets that you can actually inhabit and take over and stuff like that and hmm. live yeah, on okay. and set up colonies and bases and stuff kind and i thought cool. it's quite yeah i'm about two hours into that so i'm kind of in enjoying that and the last one i've got to play is the legend of dragoon oh yeah yeah so which is a really old yes should be cool two ps2 game kind of remastered in a way and it's actually quite gorgeous quite fun quite good fun it's literally like a final fantasy type game another square yeah. enix i really enjoying that as well and then uh i finished what's it called andy the music one on game pass oh you finished it hi fi rush hi fi rush i finished hi fi rush and honestly god it's probably my game of the year 2023 so far <laughs> i've not picked it up since we last talked about it but i was really really enjoying that one well, you should, gonna, there's another a... one that you should get called hellsinger and it's like i've heard of hellsinger it's on uh, game pass as well and i think uh, it's still on game pass and it's like game. it's like I, boom except it's based on music instead i, I, I finished sci-fi rush i'm not gonna lie i didn't go out all areas all barred to get to get everything out of the game i just wanted to play them through the kind of story mode sort of way yeah, yeah. Honestly, my game of the year so far 2023 i'll i'll talk more into it next time because i've spoken enough but <laughs> once you finish it andy we'll have a nice little discussion about it but yeah my game
game of the year so far as of March 2023. Hi-Fi Rush, 100%. What a fucking game. Thoroughly enjoyed nice. it. So. It's honestly, you've been busy, Pook. Oh, yeah. Well, I got that um, Atomic Heart. Finished that. Already? Jesus. That was interesting. Yeah. Um, Is that the one with the robot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's the one. Yeah. It's the first person shooter about robots and shit. Uh, and robots. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. like Beast and a sort of sci-fi <laughs> Russian wasteland thing, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. You talked about it last time because they were all moaning that the Russian. Yeah, well, it's all. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the controversy you spoke about in the last podcast, you said you were going to play it. Uh-huh. Go? I finished the the main story. Didn't do the the side quests or the optional sort of secret bunkers where you unlock it. So it's like an action RPG, right? You're upgrading your character as you play through it. Yeah, yeah. guns and equipment. And um, so I just kind of focused on the main story, and it's. It's got like um, a lot of different elements that are so similar to different kind of games. Like there's a lot of focus on melee combat and survival. There's like once you go into an area, yeah, yeah, like a it kind fallout. Of, kind it of slows thing. down and it becomes more kind of horror survival. With uh, these robots look like mental, kind of like sex doll looks to the faces. <laughs> the male model. <laughs> they all have like weird creepy mustaches and then the women ones have like the sort of bright blonde hair and the red sort of outlines around their mouth right the <laughs> and um but the actual robot design of the some of the enemies is just it's cool as hell if you like robotic stuff and kind of like your steampunky style futuristic <laughs> art stuff like this I, is this is interesting it's it a good look, it looked a lot more interesting from the steampunk kind of perspective than that fucking mm. dog shit fucking game john played the uh the demo for uh steel rising fucking hell that looks shit i never that seen that one awful. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, dare you not tune into one of my streams <laughs> i'll let you watch I the, the on demand i didn't watch the stream but i watched the youtube to, and i thought it was fucking dog shit mate <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, um, just to finish with Atomic Heart, um, I thought it was good. It was good fun. The boss fights were really fun, actually. Difficult as fuck. The whole game in general is really difficult. There's parts of it once you're out in the open where it's kind of open worldy, big open zones rather than open world. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, that was irritating as fuck because it was just security cameras and stuff. And if you get seen, <laughs> that would just launch a little army of robots at you. And if you blew them up, a little robot would come and just repair them. Not, not a bit of so a like stealth element, though, thing. Yeah, um, and I guess I was just not in the, the mood for stealth. Because <laughs> I had my, my my character build was more for just, like, destroying everything in front of me. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's a hitman, and that's why I'm shit in fucking <laughs> the game uh, Battlefield, because I just run in <laughs> fucking head first like I had this chicken. Yeah. Right, you're, even, you're even worse at Siege, because you've got it, it, Exactly. Cool. This is why I'm better at card type of games, because it's just run in and fucking kill, like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> but my, my, my biggest criticism of Atomic Heart was... The dialogue. Holy fuck, the ty- dialogue was shockingly bad. Oh. And I think it was because there was some... It's not a bad translation, it's just the sort of... It, it doesn't... What the characters are seeing, in the way they're sort of emphasising what they're seeing, it just doesn't translate well. <laughs> it seems kind of... It seems weird. Oh, and it's all like, right, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know, it's like the characters are trying to talk too much about yeah. one thing. Yeah, well, I, know what you mean. I know what you mean. Weirdly long. He just wouldn't not stop talking, because his glove's a character in the game, so the guy's arguing with his glove throughout the whole game and it was kind of like high on life where you were just like can you stop talking for a minute what is it? Um, Mikey also needs to download the Ascent because me and Andy started that like so you should come and play as a third party in that game like uh, that looked yeah, that's good. That, that looked a lot a lot more my speed than Wasteland 3 yeah. a lot more my, my kind of speed Wasteland 3 was way too slow for me man like it was just like and have you not played through the Ascent before I think yeah well I've not played through it Um, I think I've restarted it a few times uh, 
with okay. different people that I've wanted to play on co-op with, so I've never really got to sync oh, properly into it. Yeah, yeah. Next. We have to get some yeah, we should, because... Yeah, that, that looks the part of that game as well, eh? Really nice graphics <laughs> on this thing. Yeah. I've also been playing Rise of the Tomb Raider. Oh, yeah. It's like the second one out of the, the Square Enix trilogy. I, I forgot how... Sorry, you go. No, I was just going to say that I got a copy a while back, but I've never actually looked at it or played it. I've just kind of yeah. left it, you know? Well, I got the basically the Tomb Raider Square Enix trilogy off of Epic Games for free. Yeah. And I'd already played the first one a couple times over, so I was Yeah, like, well, you don't need to play Shadow, mate, because it's fucking dog shit. <laughs> I've heard that, but I'm, I'm, I'm get, just kind of going... fucking worse as they go on, like... Yeah, I've kind of noticed this. It's not the multiplayer. Multiplayer was gash. First one was fucking brilliant. The worst day a woman could has ever had in her fucking life. Like, I just love <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I like the first one. The That's why I played that same thing. Still pretty good, but it kind of became more... I don't know how to describe it. it She's just, on toast, man. Just so yeah. cammy and cheesy <laughs> as fuck. The third one was <laughs> fucking yeah. shit. I waited to play it a long time after the second one when I got it free off a of mate, and I played it, and it was... I just did not like the third one. I thought it was fucking boring. It was the story, I think, is hands down the weakest part in all of them. Aside from the the first one the first one was a good sort of survivor right. stranded uh, story first one was brilliant like it was yeah. just like literally constant one thing after another of mm. like a constant flow basis which is what john's got to look forward to in gears of war, uh, god of war and mm. it's just a constant every time you know you finish the set and you finish a mission section or whatever new area it's just constant movement into the next bit whereas yeah. the other two it was just like collectibles area do the area that's it they try to ham it in here open world stuff in here right fucking boring but the first one was just literally just a constant story based fucking this lass is just dropped into this fucking area it is just she's dropped down a fucking it's just a, a hole she's in the shit and she's built her way up out of this shit to where she needs to be and it, it was just just so good the part that i do enjoy about it is the, the actual action in combat it's a it's took a lot out of uncharted um, and i really enjoy those games the sort of action third person what's the, what's the, what's the game we're talking about Sorry, rise of the tomb raider uh, so that's the se yeah. second one out of the Square Enix trilogy. Yeah. I'm getting through that one, and I'm really enjoying the combat. I've ramped the difficulty up to because you could go into survivor mode, and I was like, no, fuck that, because that means you don't get checkpoints. You go back to your last save point when you die, and you have to do a bunch yeah. of quick times. With that shit, with like the amount of daft platforming bits in it, where you can just easily fall off and die and go back 20 minutes. So I put it on normal hard mode, and it's still a pretty damn good challenge. Apart from when the guys with the big shields come out, those guys can just fuck off. <laughs> Right, so Mikey, I played a few games myself, so I'll just run through them quickly. Oh, well, like, because uh, I've started playing games that are kind of, how do you put it, like, off the beaten track, you know, games that you wouldn't normally think about, games that people haven't heard of. Um, so, uh, first one I played, one called Filament. Uh, I got it free off Epic a while back. It's basically a spaceship-based puzzle game. So, basically, you're uh, you're a guy in a spaceship, and you play, like, a, like a top-down angle, and you go around the ship, and every so often you get these little sort of ports, if you like, a little plug thing, you know, and you plug in your little, whatever it is, cable, I don't know, and inside each one there's like a little puzzle, and the idea is you've got to like power the door to get through the next one, so on. Oh, cool. And they're like little light-based puzzles, so you've got like your, uh, like your little cables on electricity cables, so the idea is to go around all the light, light them off in the correct way, and then come back out. Is it the one where you've got, basically, the premises is to never stop moving? Yes. And you've got to like, climb like a 
company scoreboard or some shit? Yeah, I think so. I'm not entirely sure. I haven't finished that because I only jump in for like half an hour at a time. I haven't explored it fully. But no, it's just good for uh, utilising your brain, you know. So I like that sort of stuff. Um, there's a few good things about it I like. So there's when you're in the middle of a puzzle, there's a button to rewind it so you don't have to start again. If you made a mistake, you can rewind it five seconds or whatever and do that bit again, you know. Uh, there's yeah, also... Pretty- I love little touches like that yeah. that make a big there's also a button you can hold down so if you imagine you're looking at it from a sort of 45 degree front on if you like when you're doing your puzzle Um, but if you press this button you can hold it to fully top down so you can see a lot better where you are and what you're doing Um, and then there's another thing where you can like uh, if there's several puzzles in a room you can do them in any order you don't have to do it like one, two, three, you can do three, two, one, or whatever. Uh, and it's just great. It means if you're frustrated with one, you can leave it, go do the other one, come back. And it's What's this called, Mickey? It's called Filament. Filament. Yeah. It sounds a little bit, it reminds me a little bit of um, The Witness, just the way you described it at the end there, how you could just sort of go and look at another puzzle if you were getting too frustrated. Yeah, well, the idea is it's, it's, it's a puzzle-based game, but it's quite relaxed, you know, it's not like hardcore, like, do this one or stuck sort of thing. <laughs> um, That's like such a good thing, though, right? See, especially yeah. with me for puzzle games, for getting a puzzle, and it's like you have to do this really difficult one or you can't progress. I'll probably just turn it off. It's like you're not stuck in a room, you know. But, mm. um, another one I played was of GOZ. It was called Haven Park. Uh, what this is is like, uh, basically, you're a kid that lives with his gran and... A, chi- a chicken. <laughs> no, your kids are also his gran, and the idea is his gran manages this kind of campsite, and the it's gran a, it's got a fucking, to. It's a chicken now. You're confused there, Matt. It's a fucking chicken, man. It's a guy called Flint, yeah? Um, it might be, I don't know. And he's a chicken! That's because they're done in that, like, Animal Crossing style, you know, where they've got massive heads and a small body. What's it, what's it, called, uh, again? What's it, it called again? What's it called again? Haven, yeah, I'm gonna get this. Haven Park. Haven Park. Yeah. I put my phone. Anyway, so you kind of uh, inherit this campsite and you have to kind of go around fixing it and attracting visitors and gathering resources to rebuild things and stuff. Um, and it's very kind of colourful, cartoony, relaxing, very uh, sort of my style of game, you know. Um, it's a chicken. It's it a looks chicken. a bit like a chicken, but he's beak. He's, he's got, got a beak on his face. Why is he with you with chickens and bunny rabbits and fucking? Oh, maybe he is, but then why would they make you a chicken? Well, I mean, why else would he have a beak? <laughs> I don't know. He's got a beak. Did you think that was just a big long red nose? Maybe he ate too many eggs or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a chicken <laughs> It's getting good reviews, though. Yeah, it's doing well. It does look good. It's basically, it's basically like a wee indie thing. Yeah. Um, but I've been quite enjoying that. And it's quite relaxing, so it's good for yeah. at the end yeah. of the day or something. I, you know yeah. what? I don't play the kind of strategy, the kind of games, usually. But when they do it like that and they make it cartoony and they didn't take yeah, it yeah. serious. Oh, it's got such that's cute that's music, that's man. Fun. Fabian yeah. Weeble is that like um, is that like a an indie dev like um, like the guy who did um, uh, Stardew Valley did that on his own is he? Uh, I don't think this one was a single person, but it is an indie game. Yeah, it's a little team called uh, Bubble Bird Studios. Um, the who... name of the studio kid tells you that the main characters are kicking. Well, they all they did it in collaboration with a single like, indie guy, so um, it's like a collaboration between the two of them. Um, so yeah, it's, it's an fun. indie game in in essence, but 
Um, the other one I was playing, and I've been tearing all my hair out about this one, is uh, Daggerfall Unity. This what? Is, this is the remake, the Daggerfall remake in the Unity engine. Alright, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's based on the game from 1998, and honestly, it's the most frustrating thing in the world. <laughs> is that an Elder Scrolls game? Yeah, yeah it's the second one. Well, oh, it, it, it's three like old That's school fucking it's... fucking skeletons and shit. <laughs> uh, it's it not, looks quite good though. It's not even it that, like... it's just like rats and shit, you know. It looks like a worse version of Thief. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, do you know what? I have, I have a lot of fun playing it. It's all the clunkiness and getting around that drives me potty. There's something weirdly nostalgic about those games where I could actually probably sit and play that for a good second. Oh yeah, there is. I've got the Unity version downloaded. I've also got the original game downloaded as well. <clears throat> They're both free. Um, the Unity version obviously runs better because it's on a modern engine. Um, yeah. It takes me back that game, man. Like Jesus, like, yeah, <laughs> stuff, man. Like my God, like I'd like to play the original, but it runs in DOSBox, which is just a nightmare in every conceivable way. Mm. It's like a, it's like a stoner playing Doom, isn't it? Basically, I mean? yeah. It's a really relaxed and chilled version of Doom, like yeah. You I know just what? You know what? Doom sixty four for. Oh. You know what's cool is the kind of soundtracks they used in 1998 and the lighting and the textures and all the, the kind of 2D sprites and everything is kind of, it's revolutionary to see. Yeah, yeah. And then Daggerfall had all these... A lot of people these, go through a lot of effort now to replicate that kind of looking game. I know. And Daggerfall had all these massive maps and everything and they looked terrible but they actually had a lot in them. Because there was like two continents from uh, Tam Riel put together, and it was so vast, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> um, but the thing is, they made all these massive towns, but all the, um, you know, like houses and buildings that were like, they were, um, they were made out of, um, Oh, what's the word? I can't remember what the phrase is. But anyway, they're all taken from like a predetermined list of what they can look like, and uh, okay. they all kind of look the same. Mm-hmm. Prefabs. Yeah, which is shit. Um, and they just look wrong. I mean, the art style looks terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and the controls for the game are janky as shit. But it is good fun if you get it to run and you know what you're doing. I mean, the other problem with Daggerfall Unity is that it's, it's because it's faithful to the original, it's as unclear as shit. So you That was a big sort of allure to it, though, right? You had to really pay attention to every book. And yeah. Well, the thing is, about the older Elder Scrolls, there was a lot of, um, of hand-holding. You know, it would give you markers, it would tell you where to go, what to look for, whatever. Daggerfall, you get nothing at all. I quite like that, though. Yeah, there is something to it, but it's like, if you're a newbie like me, I don't fucking know anything. I mean, (laughs) and it's like, you just walk in, it's like, I've just got a blank book and a torch and a pair of trousers, you know, what the fuck am I doing here? (laughs) That's, uh, it just gives me flashbacks, because I got the Morrowind re-release for the very first Xbox. Yeah. And, and that more. was pretty much my first experience of that. Was I skipped all the intro stuff and just came off the boat and I was like, okay, I can run about and do stuff. Yeah. What do I do? Yeah. What do I do? Oh, no, it was Morrowind was a slight improvement, but not by much. It, 
kind of re re not reinvented the genre, but you know, became a full RPG, open world RPG. Oh, it was in like full 3D, right? And yeah, had voice acting and all that. Yeah, but Mike, you know, I've I've come to learn that your kind of premise of games <laughs> that way. Mind you, love yeah. you love um, you loved um, what's the one before um, before Oblivion? Uh, Morrowind, yeah, I like Morrowind. Yeah, well, you have you have to find your way through the game through looking at reading everything and all that sort yeah. of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one game I watched you play where you were kind of like a bird's eye view running around and you literally spent the entire stream just going, oh, I've got a fucking clue what I'm doing. I got a fucking clue what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I mean that might be Daggerfall. Enjoy that kind of challenge, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I, there is something to that, but like I say, when you've got no idea what you're doing, it can drive you potty, you know. Um, but uh, I do enjoy that stuff. Uh, anyway, should we kick on? Yes, mate. A few games so coming I... out, so. Hey, all right, Andy, you'll appreciate this one: The Legend of Zelda: cool. Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, it's out on 12th of May. It's not far away at all. No, it's not. I watched it's really the... not far away. I know. It's not. I watched the new trailer this morning and it looks fucking amazing. Like, ooh, I've not seen the new trailer. You know, that's probably one of the most interesting stories I've seen in a Zelda game just because of how it sort of. Well, it... how it began and ended. I don't want to spoil it for you, but. <laughs> it's basically. Um... You get to explore Hyrule again, but then they add the sky, the yeah, clouds, yeah. you know, which they kind of said before. Um, mm-hmm. and I th- but I think the gameplay is very similar, but they've kind of added more to it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll get more... Well, the co- first game in the Zelda storyline is, I think, if it's not Tears of the Kingdom or Breath of the Wild, with Skyward Sword, yeah. in which Hyrule was just a bunch of floating islands. Yeah. So, that's going to fit into... Um, Tears of the Kingdom and Breath of the Wild somehow, I yeah. think. The, the first Zelda game was like mid-80s, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, you, well, you've got the release order and then the chronological order, right? It's kind of like how Star Wars came out, the last three episodes came out first, right? <laughs> well, technically... Yeah, like a, yeah, like a prequel thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, they were called episode 4, 5 and 6 eventually, eh? so it was... Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. But you've had Once they... since then. And... Yeah, yeah. And it was so kind of the thing. Originally, originally released, it was released. Like Star Wars A New Hope was released. And it was mm-hmm. just Star Wars A New Hope. Mm-hmm. And then when he'd done, the, he'd done the second and third, he had the idea of doing going back and doing the backstories eventually. And that's when yeah. it turned into episode, episode four, five, and six. Yeah. I think that's how uh, Legend of Zelda kind of formed as well the lore for that is yeah. there is an actual sort of meta sort of overarching story over all of it but the main story is that Link is sort of reincarnated every few generations or that, every that, few that, that, they get a game that's a success and then they look at what they can do to the game mm-hmm. and it can mm-hmm. hear, like move it forward in the future or do a prequel yeah. do you know what I'm saying so, but this I one mean, was interesting because Breath of the Wild it was like um Link and Zelda were aware that there was a legend that Link is reincarnated every few hundred years and, <laughs> you know, he can wield a master sword, so it must be him. She's waiting on her powers sort of um, coming into fruition and it's not happening and that's all worked into the story. So it was kind of weird. It was funny to realise that, like, the characters were aware of it this time. Uh, oh. good. Yeah. 
so yeah, excited for that. Sorry, Mike, I went on a tangent again. No, no, it's fine. We've got plenty of time. <laughs> uh, another one that I, well, I'm aware of, um, and I look up. It's called Ravenbound. Have any of you heard of this one? What was it called? Ravenbound. Ravenbound. Yeah. Anyway, it's uh, it's done by systematic systematic reactions, systemic reactions, and all that. It's a roguelite action adventure game. It actually gives me sort of Witcher three vibes. Uh, it's like open world, um, and there's like action. You know, you're fighting animals, hunting animals, all that. And there's also things like you can use your magic. You can transform into a fucking bird. It's amazing. Um, I heard Witcher three, and my nipples instantly lit up. <laughs> lit up, different colours, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it just looks really good. It's like, out on the third like of like March. Yeah. <laughs> Well, outside. I'm looking forward to Redfall. Yeah, that should be good. Uh, cool. Isn't that like vampires and shit? Like, is it not yeah. going to be like that masquerade piss? Is it like is it going to be actually a decent vampire game? It's a uh, sorry oh, yeah, online like co-op it. survival game. You won't like it. It's a survival game. You have to like uh, uh, manage. Survive. <laughs> Hard pass. Yeah. It's all about Jedi survival. <laughs> When yeah, listen yeah, to really me. Good. Listen yeah. to me. That is it. And that is it. The strongest Star Wars game they brought out in Yonks, right? <laughs> that fucking yeah. Fallen Order was just hands down one of the best ones. Yeah, I don't refer to Shadow of Doubt. Refer to Shadow of Doubt. I love the, the combat. Mm. Uh, the system was done and done it in a way. <laughs> Blood Borny, Dark Souls kind of way. Uh, you had to learn your Jedi tricks so you could go back to the planet and get further in and and the story. Metroidvania started vibe to it too. Yeah, and the whole story as well and then but it's just fucking epic. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And the expect not to spoil it for anyone that might be playing it. But then then it's just epic. I never expected that. Yeah. And it brought into the canon of Star Wars as well, which is probably up to Yeah. No. No. Love it. So looking forward to the new one. Have you ever think the story in some of that was stronger than a lot of the episodes and the shows they brought out? Well, yeah, well, it's the book of Boba Fett, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and oh, Mandalorian came out. Oh shit, is yeah. the whole season yeah. out? Is that episode by episode? Well, episode one, it's episodic. Right, right, okay. Spoilers, I'm going to binge it. I've binged yeah. one in two, seasons one and two in the Mandalorian, and then I watched... Uh, Book of, Book of Boba Fett. Um, and I was going to start on, was it Andor? Or Andor, yeah. Andor, yeah. Boba Fett takes a little bit of time to get going, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, the fuck, I, I did not enjoy it, if I'm honest. The best episodes oh, fucking bored for about four episodes. <laughs> the best was, episodes of the Book of Boba Fett, he wasn't even at... Ah, it's like part two of the series, right? Yeah, it? Like, it was when they reintroduced the Mandalorian. And and that actually shows you it sets it up for a Mandalorian the next season, so it's yeah, kind of weird yeah. that they even had that on the Kavoba. But, um, yeah, I did definitely think if you if you wanted to enjoy a similar story to that of uh, the first few episodes of Book of Boba Fett with the Sand People and whatnot, go watch uh, Dances with Wolves. And there's an actual good story. Love that movie. Love um, that movie. 
Is that in fucking um, Kevin Costner? Kevin Costner. They start abusing him on like a dock or something like that. Like no, no, he's one of the last fucking. He's on the the, the sort of American frontier, and yeah, it's during the sort of. He, he basically tried to kill himself during the Civil War by riding on a horse. He survived, and he became a hero for it. Friends, uh, the last of the Indians, pretty so much. He, he got a post to wherever he wanted, so he wanted to die, so he went to the final frontier of the, the West, thinking the Indians would kill him, and he ends up befriending them. Mm-hmm. You see him like, um, messing about with wolves that night, because uh, he was on his own, and he just attracted some uh, wolves, and he was fucking about that, with them. So the Indian name that they sort of gave him, well, not Indian, yeah, they gave him Americans, sorry. Was, uh, he gave him an Indian name, and it translated to Dances with Wolves. Uh, mm. Yeah, so epic movie. It's three hours long, but if you've never watched it, go watch it. Anyway, mm-hmm. back to gaming. Back to gaming. <laughs> it went off on a tangent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. And uh, Michael, bring us to order then. What's next? Oh, well, I just say. Uh, I thought we should mention Liza P because it's getting a physical release now. Liza Pi. Well, it's just it's P, isn't it? Liza P. Pinocchio one. Yeah, it's based on Pinocchio. It's like Souls, like mm. action game, mm. based on the Pinocchio tale. It's out in August. Uh, it's getting really a physical good. release now. Yeah, proper gothic style art on it. I've got that whole long downloaded. Of, um, speaking of sort of Souls like games. Well, you mentioned that. You mentioned that. I saw. That came out today, did it not? Yeah, uh, seemingly we won't find that state PC portal. There's some problems there. Uh, oh, right, yeah. I'll report back on that. Too reserved too well on PC with players pointing out various problems from performance, constant crashing, and bugs. Oh. Uh, it's mostly negative on the thing is saying you don't move your mouse fast enough off the camera or not react regardless of your mouse sensitivity. The game is completely unplayable on mouse and keyboard. Uh, I'd be using the uh, controller for uh, an action game anyway. Uh, but Team Ninja responded to the feedback, uh, <laughs> and, and it provided some insight on the issues that keep causing the screen to go black when opening cuts into play, as well as some displaying them. So they are aware of issues, but sometimes that happens when you go play onto a PC porter. Yeah. Quite a common story yeah. nowadays as well. It does look a good game, but I've just came out of course with the Shima, I need a change. <laughs> Something a bit less uh, action, fucking swords and... No, 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 I don't mind action, uh, just I, I need to go for Japan to fucking... Asgard, <laughs> you know? Uh, you know, take on some god. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Next, Mikey, any other coming up? Well, I was just going to uh, mention one that I thought Andy might like. It's called Greyhill Incident. It's by Refugium Games. It's a survival horror based in the early 90s around the old-fashioned alien invasion. Um, it yeah, looks brilliant, the, actually. It's got baseball bats, it's got UFOs, it's got flickering lights. It's fucking brilliant, man. The ye old early 90s alien invasion. I remember it well. Yeah? yeah. What was it called? It's called Greyhill Incident. Greyhill Incident. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, it's the whole thing about. Um, yeah, I remember. You know, do you know? That looks hilarious. Back? I remember you know, in the nineties. It looks brilliant, looks, though. The um, guy looks like uh, the 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 president from um, from um, Independence Day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, oh, I was yeah, going to say the facial like, animation of the doesn't look great, but the actual game looks just hilarious. You know, I mean, you're running about with baseball bats, you've got aliens, UFOs landing in the that's park. That's for your head, <laughs> so I probably won't yeah. buy that because yeah. it's not the type of game I'll play, but if someone streams it, I'd definitely watch. Yeah. You know, you're just watching some rando beat up an alien with a baseball bat and the UFOs parked across the road, you know what I mean? That looks really good. I love a bit <laughs> of uh, sci-fi horror. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't look too serious, so it kind of reminds me of uh, no, Destroy All Humans a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the aliens are like... Yeah, it's a bit more like that. Stuff. It's not like serious shit, you know what I mean? This looks like no, Leslie Nielsen might be hiding somewhere in this game. Yeah. It's like it's like a dark version of Destroy All Humans. Eh? I kind of <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, no, that. That's something we, don't, we need more of is uh, UFO horror games. No, I just, it just looks Did you like ever get freaked the fuck out watching signs when you were young? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But swing away! Fun. Swing away! <laughs> Joking Phoenix, man. Like, just he changes my life, everything he's in, though. Do you know what I mean? He... It has to be. I know. I see you on the internet. Well, I was a bit older when signs came out. So it didn't freak me as much. But I know a lot of fucking younger like, people when they watch signs and. They see the alien for the first time, it freaks them right fuck out. Yeah, that one I bit really where he just walks that. past, you catch a wee glimpse of him, that freaked the fuck out of me when I was younger. I really enjoyed that, but then Scary Movie ruined that a wee bit. <laughs> where, <laughs> where the wife's came up against Charlie Sheen's going off. Is it Scary V8 coming, coming out, man? <laughs> I don't know, I would watch it like. Yeah. I'll never be the same without Charlie Sheen and Leslie Nielsen. Tiger blood and shit. Uh, it was the Charlie psych I talked to the bottom half from one last time. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Left, so. but, uh, anyway, John, I'm going to hand over to you before we go into the break. Yes, yes. Why? Before we go into the I am doing some research uh, for tonight's podcast to see what news was going on to try and get me out of For a change. Or, yeah, for a change, I've done a bit of research. <laughs> uh, BBC News Gaming. Um, well, it's actually in the technology, but it's technology. Zoe Kleinman's done an article, and it's uh, Can Mind Control VR Games Help Stroke Patient? But I'll read through this article for you as best I can. So basically it's a, a system which can translate human brain activity into actions without any physical movement has been developed by a neurotech firm called Cog, Cogitat, I think that's how you pronounce it. When wearing a prototype headset, basic actions in virtual reality can be carried out by thinking about them. So for example, in a game where a VR jet ski is controlled by handles, you move by thinking about it rather than squeezing your hands. Elon Musk from Neuralink is developing a similar concept. It's called a brain-computer interface and there are many other neurotech companies exploring it. 
One aim is that it could eventually allow people who have suffered a stroke or have any other brain injuries to control phones or computers remotely. Neuralight's method requires a chip being placed into the brain itself. The firm has so far only worked with animals and has been criticised for their treatment. It was revealed by videos it says demonstrate a monkey playing the video game Pong with its mind and the brain activity of a pig with a chip implanted in its brain. Cogitat is one of the firms developing a system which works on top of the head rather than inside it. It could be one day take form of a headband with a VR headset. Some companies are already creating their own hardware, but as university spin-off, Cogitat is concentrating on only only on the tech behind it. It's led by NHS consultant Alan Punia and computer scientist Dimitrios Adamos from Imperial College London. The tech is in development stages, but has already been tried out on stroke patients with positive results. Results. The aim is to encourage them to continue with rehabilitation exercises by making them more engaging. When a person has a stroke and they can't move their arm, they're very demotivated to partake in rehabilitation. But our technology will allow them to imagine moving their hand and seeing a hand move on the screen, which will, we believe will motivate them to start their course of physical therapy. That's the prenatal BBC podcast tech tip. So she actually tried it out. Uh, she says, I tried it out and it's a very weird experience for starters. It's harder than it sounds to think about making a movement without actually making the movement. Mm. And you can also try not to think about other things, which increases your brain activity and creates more noise for tech to decode while it looks for the motor signal. I'd oh, never seen my own I'd never see my own brain brain activity laid out on a screen in front of me in real time before. Like a complicated multi layered cartogram. That was strange in itself. Seeing the essence of my thoughts on a graph. But when you hear the VR jet engine Jet ski engine roar just because you have thought about doing it is an incredible feeling. Of the prototype device was not totally reading my mind, it was not translating my thoughts and looking deep into my soul. It was only focused on motor skill signal. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you don't choose to interact with the system, nothing happens, says Mr. Adamos. There's nothing picked up from you if you don't stop using it. This doesn't like have a soul, is it? The, 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 it goes on for a bit longer. To mean just of it, it's like I thought really interesting how VR concept can help in other ways, and how something like that transform maybe into gaming. Eh? That's insane. Yeah. That is like actually fucking bananas, right? It's, it's a, a monkey it's... playing pong with its mind. Ah, uh, yeah, but that—that's the neurotech. That's the Elon Musk one. That is, um, they're getting a bit. Integrate like they're putting it right in their brains, which can be a bit cruel and that. Eh? That's um, how uh, super villain origin stories start, right? Like, we end up some fucking Mojo Jojo style um, <laughs> arch villain taking over. Yeah. Yeah, so I just I, I thought it was really interesting. And I thought that is uh, cool uh, as hell, though, right? Like, jokes and, aside, I mean, like, I mean, you've got all the, all the different. That would freak me out. That's what I was going to say as well. It's like uh, with that with VR games, like the big restriction in VR games is how they don't really you're restricted in how you can move. Yeah. Whereas if it's reading your brainwaves, 
And here you're going That's to be moving arms and legs. Like, it would make fuck. it smoother. It would make it more, you know what I'm saying, more thingy, yeah. <laughs> but it's also, like I said, it's getting developed for medical purposes. Yeah. yeah so they say. So they say. Why not? Why, I, I mean, I wouldn't put a chip in my <laughs> You know? But, uh, I'd go for the hat. The hat, yeah. I think so, one of the yeah. problems they're going to have, though, is... Uh, Getting people to trust them, you know, if they're, you're re- if they're reading your brainwaves, you know, and then they turn around and say, oh yeah, so we can fix your fingers or whatever, and then you look at the government and they're selling your fucking data and giving you prank calls. <laughs> they're selling around. your brainwaves. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, how the fuck can you trust them? Yeah. You know, that is also true though, right? Because you use Facebook and he's like, nah. Mark Zuckerberg says we're not stealing our. He's not stealing our data. Yeah, but it's like and actually. Oh, corner. So he was. He was stealing our data. I know. It's like they like literally that. know everything about you. But nah, it's like you were saying. It detects motor skills, uh, motor function, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's it's detect. What I'm getting from the article is detecting. I'm thinking about, like, say I'm playing a game. I'm saying I'm t- thinking about moving towards that door. Mm-hmm. And it does it. You it's nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to see them expanding the sort of usage for it. Imagine that in a fighting game. (laughs) Imagine that with like Mortal Kombat. I'm thinking about about slapping Nick around the face. It automatically does it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that works really well. Right on that, please. Yeah, I just thought it was a really interesting article. Yeah, yeah no, that's quite cool. It's nice to see them find enough. That'd be an interesting uh, if they can like literally um, bring the the concept to an actual precipice. I think that would be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Good vibe, brother. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. You want, yeah, you want to do your wee break here? Yeah, right. Should we take that small break, guys? I'm gonna have a Kit Kat. <laughs> How long is it going to take you to eat that? Do you um, need to eat it with the neighbours? It, sh- it shouldn't be an hour and a half, guys. but I'm not going to say that. Then he go for lasagna for fancy. I had to do that two weeks ago, right? That's it. We for two hours there. That's a lasagna and a Kit Kat packet. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Right, we'll jump off and have a Kit Kat and we'll be back after this. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, for another session with me, the Riddler. Uh, now, before I give you a new one, I'm going to answer the last one I gave you. So, you have me today, tomorrow you'll have more. As your time passes, I'm not easy to store. I don't take up space, but I'm only in one place. I am what you saw, but not what you see. What am I? The answer, of course, is memories. So, well done to you, those of you who got that right. And uh, as usual, to those of you who didn't commiseration, you better look next time on a lot of stuff. I better give you one for this week. A short one for you. Which coat goes on best when wet? Give you that again. Which coat goes on best when wet? Uh, so you can answer that. I'll give you the answer next time. Or you can uh, tweet me if you're desperate to find out. Okay. Bye. And welcome back to Gamer Talks. We've uh, had a short break, refreshment break, and we are now Kit Kat, man! Sponsor. Short Kit Kat. Sponsored by Kit yeah. Kat, hopefully. Send us free Kit Kats. Yeah, uh, it's, yes. it's not a plain Kit Kat, it's a special honeycomb Kit Kat. It's really Ooh. good, you know? Ooh, that sounds good. Uh, the salted caramel ones are the best. 
he brings him out when nobody's there. I'll guarantee you. Oh, we you need to get some Japanese Kit Kats on the go. Get some Japanese oh. Kit Kats on the go. They've got like 18 different flavors, man. They've got strawberry <laughs> Kit Kats and shit. They're like pink. Yeah. yeah. I, did like... orange, I did have an orange Kit Kat. No. Huh. Yeah, you got loads of flavors. The flavor got orange twirls now. Mm. Yes. So... Right. So uh, where are we going now, Michael? Yeah, okay, well, I'll just, I've got, um, I was going to visit Indie Corner. Right, do your Indie Corner. visit Indie Corner, so I've got, I've only got four today, because not as much Good. kick we about. Might, might be but, the first one I've, the first one I've got is called Scarma Snowfall, I think that's how you pronounce it, Scarma. I don't know, that's my race, Anyway, basically, it's a third-person action adventure game based on Norse mythology. So it kind of looks a lot like a God of War system mixed with uh, Canterbury Spirits. Because it's got the female protagonist and it's got, you know, wildlife, you're out in the open, it's coloured, you know. Um, but God of War, in terms of the kind of um, the sort of story driven style and the mythological style and John, you'll know what I mean, eh? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank you. Yeah, well, Sam must snowfall. Scam must snowfall. It's spelled S-K-A-B-M-A, but it's got like a... An apostrophe or something, so... Yeah, but it's got like an apostrophe, so I don't know how you pronounce it, because it's like a Swedish thing or something. I just like my porn Swedish. Yeah. Anyway, so 22nd April, and that looks really good, so... Yeah, it's something I'd consider getting because it's not hugely expensive either. So, yeah. blonde. Yeah. Uh, it's something that's aimed at the children among us, like Andy. I'm going to step out It's called. Yeah, it's called Chippy and Nopple. Chippy and Nopple is a. It's a puzzle game about uh, building toys. I thought we were getting another Bible game there for a second. Can we just yeah, sorry. In the puzzle game about assembling toys? <laughs> I just need to put a disclaimer on here. What Michael meant was for people who are looking for an indie game for the children that they're the parent of, this is a game. Right? Andy does approved kids, right? <laughs> Let's just get that this game is kid friendly and he approves. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, right, so yeah, well, uh, oh, Andy stamp of approval on every child. Perfectly fine. <laughs> That's like getting a Savile fucking stamp of approval. Eh? This yeah. suddenly took a downward <laughs> turn. Yeah, well That's, no, That's why you miss me. Yeah. Again. This game sounds fucked, to be honest. Andy, since you were um, talking about the Bible video game last week, I've got another one for you. He's well keen, wasn't he? Now, this one's called I Am Jesus Christ. <laughs> he who believeth in me shall love Yeah, I Am Jesus Christ. It's, it's done by Samuel M. Basically, it's a, a first person. Adventure game where you follow the steps of Jesus Christ. You know, like you follow his path, do his jobs, whatever. 
Um, it's like the game finishes, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's like Skyrim, but you Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh shit, man. Uh, fuck me, I've got to that's one. Oh, He's got yeah. powers! He's got powers! <laughs> uh, Jesus never had powers to after he died. Yeah. Well, he had some. Oh. I mean, it... It's not actually out yet. So, yeah, they, you know. They've taken the premise of like he's a carpenter and he's like building shit with carpentry and that, like with his powers and shit. Well, oh my God. I'm guessing that you'll be starting with an arc. I don't know. Um, <laughs> right. Um, there was a game I've been looking at called Tales from the Dancing Moon. Right. So you went from I Am Jesus Christ to Tales of the Dancing Moon. Fish with like glowing. Globes of glowing gold orbs and shit in the in the in the lake. <laughs> <laughs> You've just got his hands on the screen and he's like got glowing orbs in the water and he's catching fish. You're like, what the fuck's just got fishing in it, John? You'll love this shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this looks amazing. He's turning fucking water into wine. <laughs> well, well, I don't oh, look at this one. Mm. Is this he can perform right. over thirty different miracles? Yeah, oh, he's, literally, he's literally turning water into wine and getting locals pissed with like chat bars coming up and stuff like that on this video. This yeah. looks fucking very interesting. Like, wow! I'm like expecting you to stream this fasting of the Holy Spirit, baby. Does he get hunted by the Jews and like strung up and everything, and he comes back to life in this one? Do you think? That's the DLC, right? Like the Easter morning DLC. That's the Easter Rising, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus got, Christ, Easter Rising. You've got to, like, blast the, blast the buttons back and forth, like, track and field to, like, come back to life and shit, like, in the yeah, tomb. Jesus Strikes Back. Yeah, and it's, like, the whole, like, kind of, like, the, the, the boulder being pulled over, the, the, the light going out as he... As this game is personal. <laughs> 15 new miracles to use. I'm not yeah, laughing well, at the premise of 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 of, of religion and, and what happened in in the Bible and everything. Just the fact that someone's actually going to bring it to life. It's got day thirty nine on the screen. What does that mean? You got a certain amount of days before you're crucified, or what? I mean, what the fuck? I think that's just one of these sort of like uh, crap indie <laughs> games where they they're just relying on people wasting their money on it to get something. Oh, but, but you know, you know these fucking. Redneck Southern Americans are going to be up in arms about it. Yeah. Going to be sending death threats to the independent studio guy. Yeah. Here we go. Like got all the the YouTubers as well who buy that just to make you've got, uh, you've got ill villagers, ill villagers. So you've got a child on a table with a mother by his side, like and Jesus comes in and he goes into this kind of like X-ray kind of thing where he goes into his powers and he's got his hands inside this child and his bloodstream to try mm -hmm. and get rid of whatever illness. So he's got hands in a child. So Andy will love it. <laughs> yeah, well, Nick, if you want to try it, there's actually a prologue out there. Me and Andy are going to go down the religious gaming route at this rate. Like, do you know what I mean? This is going to be amazing. I'll be watching you closely. Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, if you scream at Pookie, I'll jump on me. I'm fucking playing out of the game. Fuck, man. Oh, where's my pen? I'm writing that down. I'm getting that. Just sorry. Let me know, sorry man. I'll jump on. I'll jump on, and we can stream it. And stream it, that man. The two of us can. The two of us can. I can watch you play it, and we can make some content. Keen, Pretty sure we'll offend every Christian in the world. So we apologise <laughs> now. 
<laughs> in advance. I be uh, yeah. yeah adult content on that one. I'm sorry, Andy. Yeah. Yes, uh-huh. yes. So, so um, you're the kid amongst us. Banned from Spotify and YouTube. <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, yeah, sorry, Mikey, carry on, mate. Yeah, so, oh, now that you're finished with Jesus, <laughs> there's another one I wanted to mention called uh, Tales from the Dancing Moon. Uh, basically, what this is is a little top down, cozy little RPG thing. It's done by someone called DJ Monkey, <laughs> that's his name. Yeah, yeah. I just watched. I just watched you this little casual RPG. It's like a, um, I don't know how to describe it. Actually, it looks a bit like. Um, did any of you ever play Medieval Dynasty? No. And it's not like that, but from a further perspective, it has the same premise of Birdside Down view of uh, Divinity Two. That's what yeah. it looks like. Like anyway, you can try the demo if you want. Like a, a cross between Divinity 2 and Commandos 3. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that sort of thing. Um, yeah, no, I thought it was pretty cool. You can try the demo now and then it's due out before the end of the year. So. Um, and then the last one I had is uh, another Pixlr JRPG one because you know I like them. It's called Sanctuary Saga. Mm. Uh, this one's done by Boomer's Workshop mm-hmm. and it's out on the 8th of March oh, right. uh, so just a few days and I'll probably be playing that one so oh, I'll that... a little RPG one very much um, RPG based kind of like mixture between like old Pokemon but more Stardew Valley kind of look pixelated yes I've kind of modernised that bit you know um but, you know, that's a good thing. Brings it into the future. But it also has that old-style look to it, which I quite Very like. Very old-style look, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you kind of get that nice mixture. Um, not not too different from uh, Octopath Traveller. You know, in terms yeah, of... Yeah, Traveller, the first one, yeah. The second one's got way better graphics than this, but the, the, yeah, the, yeah. Got the first one, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that old look, but that future play, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, Boomer's Workshop for that, 8th of March. Uh, looking for that one. Uh, right, we've got a few news stories. Should we quickly run through them? They're not very interesting. Yes, please, yeah. 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 Right, so Thunderful Group of Acquired Studio Fizbin. Uh, Studio Fizbin is the wee indie group based in Germany. And uh, Thunderful Group have basically acquired them. Thunderful. The big, uh, they're like one of those big umbrellas, you know, they own multiple companies, uh, multiple development companies, the biggest of which is uh, Head Up Games, who did uh, Tinker Town and various other small projects. And then, all I think Telltale Games have delayed The Wolf Among Us 2 beyond this year, uh, so that's quite a big delay. They pushed it out at 23. And, and beyond. Which is a shame, but... Oh, uh, it'd be worth the wait, though, because like, the first one was so good, like, so... Well, the thing is, they haven't said why, they've just said they need more time, you know? So. Is it still well, Telltale that makes sense? Yeah, Telltale Games, yeah. Hmm. 
Then they just make the Star Wars ones. That so maybe they, even unless it's a different department, more uh, time. Telltale. T T. Yeah, it would be a Telltale Games. T T Games. Uh. Um. Yeah. Hey, John, I believe you've got something to, to tell me. Yeah, I've got some news for you, so I've got a few news things I'll run through quickly. Uh, here's a Switch one for you. Metroid Fusion is coming to Nintendo Switch Online on March the 9th. Oh, so it's actually part got a release date. Move. Yeah, as part of Nintendo Fusion Move to bring its more iconic Game Boy and Game Boy Advance titles to subscription service. Metroid Fusion's on its way. So it's on March 9th. That's one of the best ones so as well. Any... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've had that. I've not played Metro in years, but... I got that on the Game Boy uh, when yeah, it first so, came out. Uh, one of the best ones. I was one of the best Game Boy games. I... Um, on the Nutbox, we went to the new PlayStation titles for this month, which uh, are Battlefield 2042, which we spoke about earlier. Uh, and also on PlayStation is Minecraft Dungeons, which is uh, you get to explore the world of Minecraft with a brand new perspective. So, if there are any Minecraft fans out there, you'll <laughs> enjoy that. And the final game is Code Vein, which is a co op adventure game set in a story driven world of destruction. You have to work together with various weapons and against the dangerous, powerful enemies in Code Vein. That's so a good game. PlayStation. Yeah, so if you're PS Plus, that's your games for March 2023. It's like you've done something with anime, Cold Bean. Yeah, yeah. I've not really seen much of it. Uh, anyway, so onwards, Xbox Game Pass has added a new game, a few games. Got uh, a mouse that's come around. The service is Guilty Gear, Tribe, and Infinite Guitars. These announcements come around recent editions to Xbox Game Pass of F122 and Long Fallen Dynasty. You also obviously have MLB The Show coming March 28th, and Way to the Woods, which is yet to be actually dated. So, some exciting titles for game. Uh, the next Next news that I got onto was huh. this load up to the laptop from a wee bit. Well, uh, listen, guys, should we have a question of the week before we go? Yeah, that sounds good. Wait, yeah. no, I've got, I've got, I'm coming, I'm coming. Oh, I got and Splatoon Wii U oh. servers have been forced online indefinitely following security. Uh, there's mm. The announcement says this network server is currently unavailable due to urgent maintenance pad to fix a vulnerability related online play. We do not yet have information when the network services can be restored. We apologise for any inconvenience caused. So that's a bit of downer for Nintendo. And uh, the final bit was the BAFTA Game Awards are coming. Uh, and God of War has got 14 nominations, which is obviously impressive for them. Uh, Stray has eight nominations. You get to play that next, brother. The Elden Ring, which 
player I've played Shrek. Uh, Elden Ring, which won big at the Game Awards, is nominated seven times. So, I said lots of things come. Uh, some of the stuff God Awards up for is Christopher Judge is up for one, you know. I just do not play uh, any of the God like of War or Elden Ring. There's just the, another uh, two like massive fucking games that are on the list yet. Yeah, you need God of War. Plague Tale Requiem's up five times, as is PlayStation exclusive Horizon Forbidden West. Along with the charming yet exceedingly difficult independent game, Tunic. I love Tunic, oh, man. So oh, good. So, yes. That is all the news that I could find. Cool. Now, well, let's do that question of the week. Uh, John, I've tailored it for you this week. All this right. Case. You're back. That's, that's a scary thought. <laughs> it's not that scary as long as you come up with an answer. So, yeah. here we go. Question of the week. If Mario ate a Jaffa cake, what power would he gain? Mario? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, he eats his mushrooms and his flowers and shit. What he would he get? Turn into a, he would turn into a big orange and he'd be very bitter <laughs> to taste. And that's how he'd kill his enemies. Uh, I mean, that, that, uh, that would be he, he, he was an orange and sprays citrus acid at people. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There we go, yeah. Or he goes all spongy like a sponge, like a sponge cake and he shrinks down and he makes his faces and shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, but out the back end comes chocolate uh, like dark coloured rocks. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, there we go. It'd be like half moon, quarter moon, <laughs> full moon. It like changes the time of day of um, yeah, yeah, yeah. of the map right. depending on what, how much of the Jaffa cake he eats yeah. and then it's oh, like yeah, basically different a monsters Jaffa and Jaffa different cake. shit happens. Yeah. Basically, yeah. he turns in a big Jaffa cake or he just turns into a big Jaffa cake circle and he just kind of rolls across the screen and kills anything like he has a star on Mario Kart or something. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, uh, it could be yeah. like a big orange can or something, you know. Uh, man. So how is it when I come back, you come up with the most ridiculous question ever in the last two weeks of being... Well, you want one of the biscuits. The Jaff cakes are not a biscuit, so, you know. I would take it in pass. And we're not doing a podcast <laughs> with I told you months ago that I'd do one of the biscuits, and I never did, and you got really pissed off at me. Yeah, I'm not sitting down to talk about biscuits for two hours. <laughs> no. But I thought, well, he wants me to do a question about biscuits. So instead of doing that, I'll not do one. He could do it about children's <laughs> sweets. Andy could talk about that all day. <laughs> you could talk about that fucking Jesus Christ game. Um, do yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of content there. Yeah. All right, we're going to leave it there, guys. Yes, geez. Yeah. I appreciate yes, it, man. Like, so Game of Talks has been on the Spotify podcast as always. We will be changing up the way we're doing it, like I said at the start. So over the next one, we're going to do a special and then we're going to change up that, the, the way that we release uh, release the, the, the podcast episodes. Okay, so look forward yeah. to that. Um, we're also on Game of Talks streams, which is on um, Twitch, as well as um, Game of Talks um as long, along with high arcade and pookie vision on there as well so look out yes. for um 
streaming from both of us as well, me and Andy, as well as we are also on Gamer Talks YouTube and we're on Twitter. So look out for various different versions from that. Like so, um, yeah. Like, subscribe. Yeah, promotion there. <laughs> like, subscribe, share, because that's what we love. We love we love gaming. We have to talk about gaming and sharing the love of gaming throughout the world. Like that's yeah, what we love. Please, please comment. We won't get back to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So appreciate you. Like, uh, thank you, Andy. Thank you, John. Thank you, Mikey Boss Man, for being Thanks here for this week's podcast. And uh, see you next time. <laughs>